Hello. I'm Laura, co-host number one. I'm Seb, co-host number two. And this is The Hell Word. Oh, God, this episode. This episode is extremely boring for the first half, then amazing for the second half. It's called ha- Let's Do It. <laughs> and it's episode two, but technically speaking, it's episode three because the pilot is two episodes, according to the like list. Yeah, if you listen to Netflix, it's episode three. If it's on your DVD or you're on IMDb or whatever, it's episode two. <laughs> So I have it listed. We we will consider it episode two because we did the first two as one episode. It was so long. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there, like, literally, like, nothing fucking happens in the first half of this episode. Yeah. It it, it opens with something that we wanted to talk about uh, going in because it opens with Alice trying to sell the chart to her publisher. Like, here's the fucking thing about the chart, and it's something I didn't realize about the pilot until – after we recorded and I and I really thought about it and especially going into this episode because this episode is like all fucking about the chart it like has its own scenes unto itself where there are no actual actors present it's like a five second just cut to the chart and then cut back to another scene it's so stupid it's the dumbest shit but like the problem with like the pilot that I had was that there are, like, two storylines in the pilot for as fucking long as that pilot is. Like, there's the Bet and Tina and the sperm-stealing nonsense, and then there's, like, the Jenny-Tim-Marina thing going on, and, like, Alice and Dana and Shane are just kind of there for the and entire pilot. Like, they don't actually... Like, Dana kind of does with how much she's, like, closet or whatever, but it never builds to anything. And then, like, and- the last... One of the last scenes of the episode is, like, suddenly Alice is doing this huge reveal of the chart to Dana when nothing in the episode led to that moment. And, like, this episode is, like, the flip side of that, where you barely see Bet and Tina outside of a few really, really creepy, awkward scenes. (laughs) And then you see barely, you barely see Jenny for the whole episode until the end. It'll be like, you're, God, you just blew your load, basically, on this scene where it's, like, suddenly Alice is a creepy stalker who is way too invested in like the sex lives of literally every single lesbian in Los Angeles and nothing in that pilot episode at all besides the fact that she writes listicles obviously even remotely hints that this is a thing and yet suddenly there it is like it's this grand finale of a plot line that does not exist in the pilot because it's all in this episode and going into the second episode, you sort of find out that the chart is not only that, but it's, like, supposed to be this grand statement about how, like, all lesbians are connected and there's a greater scheme of human existence. Oh, no, no. Alice is just bullshitting. She just really is invested in everyone's sex life. See, also, while she's pitching the tab, the, the chart to her publisher, she, she has an entire reproduction of the chart on a tablet. It's not a picture of the one that's in her office. She's remade it entirely in a computer program. She starts drawing, and then all of a sudden, like, on the tablet, like, she's, like, just recreating a part of it from scratch or whatever, and then suddenly the entire thing is drawn. Yep. And then the, the best part, though, is that while she's saying this, her publisher is super unimpressed. He's just like, okay, yeah, lesbians, like, fuck a lot. Who cares? That's nothing like. Mean. Why do I give a shit about this? I really don't give a shit about this. Why are you still talking about this? Like, no one cares, Alice, and you're kind of creepy. And that's when Alice tries to do her big rant about, like, it's the profound statement about the state of human existence, which is like, oh my god, I want to kill myself this show already. Like, it's at least when she's, like, giving this, like, like, when it starts off and she's, like, loneliness, like, love and whatever, like, it starts off like, this is kind of stupid, like, no one talks like this. But then, like, at least, like, bare minimum, 
she looks obviously like she's completely bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, no. To the end of it. And then like the, we we do all that spiel, and then she's like, "Well, I guess I'll just do a piece on vaginal rejuvenation." And that's how the episode opens. <laughs> title splash. No opening until season two. Thank fucking god. It's the boop boop boops of the title yeah. in season one. <laughs> So we don't have to worry about the opening credits for another year of this show. Oh, so thank God. God. We will get there. Oh, we'll yeah, be sadly. Ever. And then we cut to Tina getting home from a morning jog. And we're still still getting pregnant. Still talking yep. about sperm and babies because this is their storyline for like four episodes. And they're like they're still trying to make it the sexiest thing in the world that you're going to put a, a needle inside of a diaphragm to shove some sperm inside of your girlfriend. Like... <laughs> There's nothing sexy about that. You do a thing, you wait, and then there you're done. There is like, nothing erotic about this scenario. <laughs> Tina, Tina took a week off to think about how it's okay to have a black baby, so she's yeah, fine with that. How much time has actually passed? Because I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, that's a, something they never really clear up. It's just like, okay, that's, I'm totally okay with having a black baby now. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah, of course. Like, is this the next day? Like, she got the threesome out of her system, like the, right. the <laughs> aborted threesome out of her system, yeah. and then she's like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do the black baby. Like, maybe it's just exasperation because they tried all these white dudes and they were all crazy. So, like, yeah, let's just go with the black guy. The black guy seems at least sane. And then we cut to Tim and Jenny. Because we're continuing the grand scheme of editing from the pilot in that no yeah. scene can last more than 30 seconds. We hope that it would get better. It it kind of gets worse. I will give it props because they didn't have, like, besides the weird chart thing where it's like suddenly the chart is growing and, like, that's a scene unto itself later on in the episode. Like, it didn't have anything, I don't think, that was quite as overt. There's something, but we'll get there. Like, uh. there's the, from the pilot, there was, like, Alice and Dana walk into a club and it's literally, like, 10 seconds long and... It's so, like, no one needed that establishment shot. Well, there's something else, but we'll get to that when we get to that, because uh, I have it written down, and it made me, like, it blew my mind. I was so angry. At how <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, Jenny's trying to, like, almost tell Tim that, that the, about the Marina thing, but she's, like, super, like, sh- sh- like nervous and shy about it, and Tim is too busy being stoked about his swim team to, like, really care. Tim does not give a shit about whatever the fuck is going on in Jenny's life, and Jenny, like, barely gives a shit about whatever Tim is doing with her, like... Go team! Like yeah. that's so patronizing. Tim Tim's stuff actually sounds like super interesting for him, like as a character thing. But like, ah, oh, whatever. You're you're. I'm too busy think, thinking about my like lustful relationship with another Shady woman. Shady does to... not give a shit about swimming because no lesbians are involved. Exactly right. <laughs> Or they might be, but, like, we don't know. We don't know. We know and one we, swimmer. We cut to Shane again. We, who's, I, yet, yet again, bailing from someone else's house after boning. Shane kind of has a plot arc in this episode. She does, but we still don't know what she does. Right? She fucks women. That is her job. I guess. Like, if, if she's, like, if, actually, like, if they wanted to come out and say that she's just a lesbian prostitute, I would buy that at this like, point. Like, if you like, were coming into the show and you knew nothing about, like, the characters or, like, what happens in, like, future episodes or whatever, like, you would legitimately come away with the impression that Shane's job is just to run around and fuck women all over Los Angeles because she's, like, leaving this hookup and then she's immediately on the phone like, yep, I can hang out. Like, she's just going to another hookup. And as she does this, the crazy lady from the first episode, the lady who freaked out at Tim and Jenny about Shane, I, I, I should have taken a screenshot of her. I, I forgot that she kept, she stayed relevant. I'll do it for this she one. She does stay there relevant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like so she, she is, like, stalking Shane from her car. She's, like, hiding under the wheel like like in the like a comedy show but like like super creepy like stalker mode yes it it's not tammy lynn michael's most proud moment in 
Yeah, I can imagine because she's just, sure. like she's like such a nothing character. She's just like angry woman. She's just she's like, like angry at Shane, and no one else in the entirety of Los Angeles could possibly give less of a shit about her anger at Shane. So then we cut to Dana and her tennis coach. <laughs> Here's Dana training. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. Like her co- her coach is super bored. He's like, yeah, just go take a break for like 45 minutes, her whatever. Her coach is as bored as us right now. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and it cuts right back to Alice because like. Okay, the show's as uh, bored as we are. Yes, here we go. Alice has a plot night has a plot arc now. She has yeah. she has she has some character development because she shows up to Reviva because she's writing her article on the vaginal rejuvenation. The outside of this building is, so is the, 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 the most ghetto, like not even like it's like the most unsafe neighborhood. And it's like there's no labels or anything, and she clicks a voice voice box and it's like Hello, who's there? It's like, I'm here to get, I'm here to get, I'm here to get my vagina rejuvenated. What? I'm here to get my vagina, my vagina rejuvenated, like, in front of a big, of a big crowd of people. She, like, she looks around like she's so embarrassed to say it, and no one walking by even glances at her. No one gives a shit that she just said that she's getting her vagina rejuvenated. This is what passes for comedy. This, in this. Is, this is some hilarious comedy, you guys. And then she goes inside, finally, after, like, a... a there's a seed tradition, but it's, it's still Alice. It's not a different fucking scene. It's a so miracle. Good. We didn't manage to break away to Bettentina or whatever. <laughs> so the receptionist at this vaginal re- rejuvenation clinic is like an old girlfriend of Alice's, I guess. Is Her name is Gabby. She's played by yeah. like Genevieve Turner or something. Um, she's she's a name in like lesbian movies and whatnot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But she's like super obsessed with Alice. Like. She, and I feel like this is kind of a hint also into like the future of Alice's relationships is like Gabby says like it got intense. Right. And yeah, like as you will see going forward, Alice is a little intense. Yeah, I guess. But I like, mean, Gabby's for, for, an ass, but yeah. Yeah, like Alice might be intense, but for this episode, Gabby's the one who's just like creepily wanting to get back together, and she's like, and she's like, like super like a passive aggressive jerk about it the entire episode. Yeah. And Alice keeps talking about how Gabby hurt her last time they were together, but she's still like considering it. She's like into the idea that the, her her old girlfriend wants to get back together. But she's like, oh, but she's so attractive, and I'm not getting any right now. But she's so attractive, and like. So then we we cut to Dana eating at the country club. What I noticed about this episode, speaking of Dana eating at the country club, and like the introduction of the chef that will comprise, yes, the soup chef as Dana calls her, the the sous chef that she thinks is is pronounced soup chef. chef. That's comedy right there. That's comedy, you guys. It's really funny. But like, what is what I noticed about this episode is like in the pilot, Dana's an ass. Like she is I, aggressively jerky at Alice and Shane for like that entire and like just like fuck these straight people. Like she's an ass the entire episode, and then this episode she's just kind of like the cute kind of funny Dana that everyone associates her with. Like right, yeah, she's just this goofy like not sure how to approach somebody. Like yeah, it's great. I really like Dana in this episode. She's, like, the best part of the episode. Yeah, like, Dana from this episode kind of on is the Dana that everyone says is, like, no, she's, like, the least terrible person on the show. Anyways, the, she, she like, the sous chef gives her uh, a bunch of free food, like, free veggies and stuff. Yeah. And Dana's like, ooh, is she checking me out? But she's not sure because she doesn't know if she's gay or not. Because Dana's only ever hooked up with two people in her entire life. And we'll get to why she can't figure out why Lara is gay or not <laughs> later. 
but it's it's a thing. She's like she they, they exchange a few glances. It's cute. It's like okay, we cut. And, then we cut. And you know from talking to me, like this is a thing that happens. Yeah. No. Oh my God. Let's not get into your personal life because that's. <laughs> We could do a whole podcast about that. Let's a not... whole podcast about me last year. Yeah, let's let's not do that. <laughs> we cut to Jenny listening oh, to creepy stalker voicemails. Not the fucking writing again. Oh god, Jenny. No, right. but before be, before that, before the the, the horrible writing, uh, Marina is just sending a million voicemails to Jenny. Super creepy. Like I think about you a lot, Jenny. I was, I was thinking I was about you yesterday. <laughs> Jenny, it's Marina. Like this is the shit that she leaves on her voicemail that Tim could clearly answer at any time. And, like, she's just listening to, the, to them, like, looking super uncomfortable and creeped out, and then she starts writing, and it's just, like, when she writes, you see, like, it's a, her internal narration that reads it out. Like, and it's this most, shit carries on through, like, most of the show. It's terrible. It's the worst, and then you sometimes get, like, actual segments of what she's writing about in the show, which <laughs> can sometimes be pretty funny. If, well, there's one later that's actually kind of funny, but, man, this is so pretentious and it's boring. It's so worst shit ever like just fucking embrace the fact that you are cheesy lesbian soap opera and stop trying to like be artsy like this because it gonna, doesn't work i'm gonna look up real quick just what wikipedia uh, categorizes the l word as because i'm curious now oh it has to be like like it's, just drama it's, a, it's, not it's even... just like uh, yeah you would think like maybe comedy drama because sometimes this show can actually be kind of funny. The, like there the, are moments. The show is at its best when it's just like these people being friends with each other and not trying to reinvent like the lesbian lexicon of whatever yeah. or like cheating on each other or some shit. Like they're just being friends. Like that seems to be like when the show is at its best, and it's so few and far between. In between. And then we cut to Shane getting to the planet and just getting attacked by that stalker lady again by <laughs> and marina and she, is having none of it yeah and she's like the, the way she attacks her she's got like a huge camera and she just starts like taking pictures of her like with like huge flashes and it's like people are gonna know shane like what what are they gonna know you're just taking pictures of her at the coffee shop none of like, it like no one gives a shit she's not even with anyone like yeah. what are you proving by like and then marina's like get the hell out and she she, she's just like taking pictures of Shane getting coffee. Like okay, and she she starts screaming like the the uh, Shane does the four oh, yes. She finds she finds them. She feels them. She fucks them, and then she forgets them. Yes, I, I wrote down at this point. We still don't know what Shane's she's job like, is. Shane's this is Shane's job. Like yeah, more or less. Like this is what we have been led to believe is Shane's job in this show. And then Marina kicks kicks uh, the stalker out. And she, she, like, screams at her, but her face is turned away, and it's all ADR, and it's the worst ADR I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, you see her, her her mouth movements make no sense compared to what you're actually hearing. It's one of the weirdest experiences. I was just like, what? Like, I was, like, cognitive dissonance in my brain. I just couldn't figure out what the hell was it's going like, on. Like, anytime Marina has to do something besides, like, do the, Jenny, it's Marina. Like, yeah. it's, she's, like, painfully bad. In this show, like, at doing just about any kind of acting. I served two people some cups of coffee today, Jenny, and she reminded me of you. Like, come on, Marina. You no, know, the best part of Marina, and it comes up, like, repeatedly in this episode, like, if you watch Netflix with the, the closed captioning turned on, like, she speaks randomly different languages throughout the episode. Yeah. Like, sometimes Italian, sometimes French, and the closed caption, like, doesn't even bother to make an attempt at subtitling what she's actually saying. It just says speaks Italian. Oh, that's speaks funny. French. <laughs> like that's funny because I do speak French. So like whenever she speaks French, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like it's not the best French accent, but it's okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, like the only French I think that ever actually gets subtitles is when she says like we. And yeah. That's it. Right. That's that's funny. <laughs> what? Like okay, we. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the easiest. Like thing. all right. That means yes, I know that. <laughs> and then okay, and then the the other girls are there while this is happening, and they're like spotting. They're like when this is happening, the whole like uh, stalker thing. And Marina kicks the lady out. Oh, Jenny is also, in her car. Like, yes, Jenny's like driving by. And I went back to the pilot because I was like, I swear to God, there was a scene where Tim said he was taking her car shopping. And he, she does not have, not only does she not have a car, there is no mention of why she doesn't have a car after that scene where Tim was like, I got to take Jenny car shopping. She's just driving his muscle tee around town. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but she's like, she's into this like super nice looking car. And she's just looking at Marina, and then Marina turns out and says, "Oh!" And she's like, I got, "I got spotted in the middle of the road and drive my car." So she drives she's away, creasing by, and then she slams on the gas and was like, "Bye." Yeah, like okay, that's <laughs> totally not conspicuous at yeah. all. And then oh. Marina walks back in, and the girls are there, like, and they notice that the thing happened with the Jenny. The girls are there because no one actually has a job. And then they start gossiping about Jenny and Marina, and Shane is like. Shane, by the way, th- Shane says this. She's like, dude, what? their love lives are none of your, none of our business. Knock it off. Like, I okay. am amazed at how randomly blasé like people are about the fact that they are like Jenny and Marina. Like Jenny is aggressively cheating on Tim, and everyone's like, Mer, that's what lesbians do. Like, come on. Well, there's a scene later that where where they get into yeah. a little bit more, uh, and then oh. <laughs> They start talking about the like Dana not being able to identify whether Lara is straight or gay or yes. whatever, and they start talking about like sexuality as like this like back and forth. Like you can go from gay to straight, but you can't go it's back from straight to gay. And yeah, and it's like, oh, dude, what are you doing? Like this is not you can't. This isn't about side picking. What are you talking about? Like every like dialogue when this show tries to be like descriptive of like the gay experience is awkward some of the like yeah it's but i'm pretty like even back then people must have had better ways to talk about like this isn't some like revelation that sexuality is a spectrum right no because man like this is some like backwards like a a lesbian person writing a tv show should be able to she is fundamental eileen chaikin all right we just talked about this in like skype earlier today she is like fundamentally aggressively bad at writing gay characters. I don't know what is just like what fucking experience she had that has led her to believe that all lesbians are including herself are like aggressive manipulative cheaters or some shit but like this shit has carried on beyond the L word and it's like kind of terrifying so uh, this is where they start talking about gaydar which is of course this yeah. gigantic stereotype joke thing that everybody knows about Nobody's... They, they're they they're not actually coining a phrase in this episode they're, yeah. it's a thing that exists yeah, and they're like, well, it's, they're, they're, her nails, are they short? They're, how does she wear her hair? What does she wear? Like, just b- a bunch of stereotyping of how gays would normally I mean, like, the nails thing, it, like, that's kind of legit, because to get a little real, like, you don't want to fucking want to have sex with a girl, and her nails are ridiculously long. I mean, yeah. Like, that's like, terrifying. I don't want to have sex with a girl, and her <laughs> nails are long. Like, that's, long nails are gross, but that's, but that's, that's my personal preference or whatever. <laughs> But like I'm sure there are people who like like there there are lesbians I'm sure who like having long nails as I'm like I mean like it was, as like a fashion choice. It was kind of a th- like I remember it being a thing with Glee, um, right. because Naya Rivera who played Santana Lopez on Glee, she was supposed to be like the gay character like the lesbian on the show and like her as an actress had not just long nails but 
pointy nails mm. like they looked like claws and it was so noticeable in scenes where she's like talking about ladies and whatever and it's like no lesbian would let her near them ever yeah. if your nails looked like that, that that's a no thank that you is a situation. hard pass uh, the, the line happens where they're talking about, like, uh, batting for the right team and everything, and then, like, at some point, someone says, don't the bisexuals have their oh, own yes, team? Oh, yes, Dana. Like, uh, that, like, that, like, Dana mentioned, like, she is aggressive about Alice being bisexual in the pilot, but then, like, her bringing it up in this episode feels more like a friendly jab that someone would right. make versus the, like, why don't you fucking pick a team, Alice? God, like. Jesus, no one talks to their friends like that. Yeah, that's, that's that was fucked up in the pilot. It's less bad here, but it's still a weird line to put it's in. It's a it's a better sexuality drop on Alice. And then Alice reveals that she's put the chart on the internet so that every lesbian ever can put their information in there to link themselves without anybody's consent. You can just put like, oh, I fucked her, so bling 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 bling, like this endless web of fucking shit. Like, why would you do that? This is if this happened in real life, that person would the get sued. The best part is, is that the chart fucking existed in real life. Like, Showtime made it a thing. I don't remember uh, when, but our chart existed as a thing for most of the show's run. Disgusting. And then it, like, sh they shut it the fuck down, like, almost right after the show ended. Because it was they, so bad. Because they knew that's just fucked up. You shouldn't have. That shouldn't be a thing. Like, like, I don't, I, I, like, I think it was kind of billed more as, like, a, a, like, queer blogging site than a, like, list the people you've hooked up with, but, like, maybe that functionality was also part of the site itself or some shit. It was weird. Because, like, if there was, like, a social network where, like, you linked people by if you fuck them or not, that'd be, like, a horrible episode of Person of Interest. Like, some, like, villain would have that, not... <laughs> Like, this isn't some fucking, like, amazing thing. It's super bad. It's, like, invasion of privacy. Like, there's like, nothing. It's, like, that would be bad if it was straight. Like, no one fucking wants someone to be able to, like, punch their name into Google and be like, all right, here, I have a list of your sexual conquests because they've linked themselves to you. Like, Jesus Christ. I'm handing in my resume. Here's the, the places I've worked, <laughs> the experience I have, and all the people and I've had sex all with. all of my previous relationships slash one-night stands. Oh, God, if you're... Oh, God, yeah, factoring in one-night stands at the whole Oh, yeah, too. like, I guarantee that's, I mean, it's Shane. Like, Shane is the epicenter of this chart. Right, yeah. That is 95% of all of her links on that chart. And then we go back to Jenny writing. And then, oh, this is the part that I like. Oh, my God. She's writing about, like, the funeral of somebody, and it's, like, it's a bunch of, like, super secular-looking Jewish it's people. It's still like, her, like, Yamaka's. Sarah Schuster bullshit. Like, we're still continuing yeah. the pretentious Nietzsche knockoff. Yeah. We're still we're still listening to the pages of <laughs> thus spoke Shara Schuster, uh, and it's a bunch of Jewish people at a funeral, and like there's two like a, a like a, an older man and, a, and his wife, and like it pans down to their pants, and the wife just starts going at the old man. Suddenly, hand job at a funeral. <laughs> yeah, and then it, it pans up, and the old man is suddenly Marina, and the lady is Jenny, and it's like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? This is this this is like the start of like what the fuck is Jenny writing? Like Jesus yeah. Christ. And then she like she snaps out of her weird vision, and it, we we hear a creepy Marina voicemail, and I guess that's what incited that the fantasy turning into that. Like she's obsessed. It's like what well, I yeah. think we're supposed to get out of the scene, but like both Jenny and Marina are obsessed in a different way. It's like super weird, no matter what you do. 
What I don't fucking get about Marina, and I think, like, probably this comes up later on in the episode, is, like, why are all these people friends with Marina? Like, they know what she does, and she is super predatory. And if they have at all an issue with it, what the fuck are you friends with her? Like, the only reason I can think of is is she runs the planet. Yeah. (laughs) There's nowhere else in West Hollywood that we could possibly get coffee slash lunch slash beer at night. So then we cut to Tina and Bette. Who are about to do the? They are uh, barely in this episode. Yeah, but this this part, the like sultry music is playing, and they're like in their robes, and they're pouring wine next to a cryopod full of semen. (laughs) Like it's so sexy, this cryopod full of like steaming like liquid nitrogen, just mmm, the semen's gonna be. And Bet, who was like grossed out by the mere thought of semen in the last episode is like examining it close up and she's like oh it's not as viscous as and I'm like did anyone retain a personality from the pilot into the rest of the season and then she says (laughs) don't be grossed out by the semen we have to honor it and then she does a samurai bow to the semen and says we honor you and then Tina does a samurai bow and they start fucking, like, fucking <laughs> they, while they inseminate. They just go to fucking town. Ooh. Like, that is definitely not a come on for anyone ever. Like, oh my. And then, like, it, the, the, the montage is weird because it's like, you see her lay down, and then you see her get the, like, needle that has the semen in it and the, the diaphragm. And then you you just see Tina's pupils dilate as if she's having an orgasm. Like, that's not going to make you... Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is not medically accurate. I just shot cold sperm into my girlfriend. She just fucking came hard. Like, no, that's Instantly. Not... <laughs> oh, my God. This fucking show is so horrible. This show is ridiculous. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then it, it cuts to Alice showing off the internet chart, which looks like a horrible screensaver. Like, it just, like... Oh, she's showing it to, like, Shane and Dana, right? And then she's, she's telling everybody about the, the receptionist who wants her back, Gabby. And, like, everyone fucking hates Gabby because apparently the... Like, okay, the Gabby thing comes up. Like, I'm sputtering because I'm like, what the fuck? Um, so the Gabby thing comes up because Shane sees Gabby's name, like, on the chart with a dotted line to Alice. But, like, like if Alice and Gabby had, like previously dated and presumably had sex because Gabby was fucking talking about Alice's vagina and shit. Like, (laughs) wouldn't the line just have existed already and no one would have commented on it because they were like, yeah, Alice dated Gabby before. Like, this is a non-issue. Like, why do we give a shit? I think it's just supposed to, like, (laughs) hint to Shane that Alice is thinking about getting back together with Gabby. Like, tough. But it's horrible. Like, it's a bad way to do nothing it. Nothing makes sense about that. And uh, like everybody, also everybody points out that uh, Gabby treated Alice like shit when they were together. So I don't know why like this is still a thing that's like. And Alice like, is like, but she's hot. Like, I guess, but like, but like she's hot, and then like she also wants to get super back together. It's like super weird. Like, like I don't understand. Like, like the dynamic there is weird to me. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's... And then they decide to to see if they can put Lara in, into the chart, and they look her up, and she's not there. Yeah, basically, like they they do the chart equivalent of googling her name, and she doesn't. And like, it, like Shane is kind of funny because she's like, "I promise it wouldn't have been a thing if like I had." <laughs> right, because because they're like, chances are, if she's into girls, she's linked to Shane somehow. And then Shane goes, like, "Yeah, this, if it was me, like, I, it was just a one night stand. Don't worry I about it." I swear, it didn't mean anything. And Dana's like, yeah. "Thanks." Yeah. <laughs> like occasionally, the sh- like when the show allows its characters to just fucking be friends with each other and not redefine the lesbian experience like it's okay and then we cut again back to bet and tina who are now done with the, the amazing 
probably two seconds it took to just go into the street. <laughs> and uh, everybody shows up at, at Bet and Tina's house because Dana's embarrassed about the, the, Lara, the Lara stuff. They need to drag everyone into this saga. And then they just all walk into the bedroom where, where Tina is laying down like half naked after that the thing happened. And they've left semen in the syringe. And Alice immediately grabs the sperm needle and you 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 hear and it goes right onto fucking Dana. It's like ah like wouldn't you have squirted the entire thing in the Tina because like you wanna maximize your chances or some shit? Like why is well, there left over? They did mention the black guy who donated the thing had like a, an enormous sperm count or something. So I guess you only need a little bit <laughs> Save the rest for later, just in case it doesn't work. Just like, in I don't case, the... we're going to squirt this back into. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody makes fun of Dana for being a bad lesbian. Everyone just, I, you know what? I feel you, Dana. I <laughs> understand completely. And they're like, oh, have you talked to her? Did you Have you seen her like outside of the, the, the country club? And she's like, no, but she sends me veggies with dipping sauce that's like healthy for my diet. So she clearly, she's clearly in love with me. They're doing that thing that like you have done to me and like friends do to other friends, where they're like, "So have you talked you talk? to her? Just, talk. just ask, just ask, A S K, ask, just do it. Stop, just ask." Just walk up to them, ask, and then you'll know, and then you'll be okay after that. Just but, like, take you two can't seconds. just ask, because that's terrifying. Like, I guess I've never, like, as a straight dude, it's less weird for me to just... I, I I don't have to walk up to a woman and ask, are you straight? Like, is this a thing that can, like, ha- that can happen? Like, that's usually not a concern for you. Yeah. The, the worst that will happen is someone will go, will go oh, I'm I'm not straight. And, okay, but, like, go to... no prob. Yeah, that's like, okay... <laughs> But man, that's like uh, I can't even imagine just like the 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 weird ways you have to like w- work around that stuff, especially when you don't know and you you have no idea. Like if you have a, a an inkling that they might be like, like that's maybe a bit. More I mean, of a... like if you're running into her like at a gay club, then right, yeah, yeah. chances are pretty good that you can just walk up and just hit on her. But if it's at the country club where you play tennis, like you need to hedge your bets a little bit. And there's like no like I will give Dana this: there are no like indicators that Laura is like in any way gay. Like, no, she's because like, she's only seen her at work, and she's in her work yeah. attire and shit, yeah. And, like, you've never talked to her, you've never heard her, her personality or anything, or, like, you, you know literally nothing about Lara in this episode other than she's a shoe chef who gives Dana free food. Yeah, who, like, maybe makes eyes at Dana, maybe not, we'll see. And then, but then, to find out what, what if Lara is gay or not, the whole team of girls agrees to go on a gay discovery quest to find out if Lara is gay. Yeah, and, like, this is one of these scenes that people point to as, like, they're one of their favorite scenes in the show. It's pretty funny. It leads to the best it's, moment of the episode. Yeah, like, it's by far the best moment of the episode and probably one of the best moments of the show considering where, like, the God. least of the show goes to. We're on, we're on the second episode and the best moment. No, let's – please don't say that. <laughs> you are in for a treat once we get to also, season that's, three. Also, that's bullshit because I know the best moment of the show and it's in season two and we'll get there. <laughs> okay. But, uh, and then there's a, a five-second cut to the chart growing like an unstoppable monster. Oh, my God. Just, like, that, much <laughs> like, not even, like, anyone that anyone would know or care about. Like, it's not like yeah. Shane suddenly hooked up with ten people that morning or whatever. It's just kind or of, Or if, like, yeah. like, if Lara's name just popped up, like, oh, shit, oh, like, now that? we know. Yeah. Like, that would have been a cool transition, but no, that don't do that either. It's so pointless. Like, everything about this chart, it's so pointless, and it more or less, I think, for the season, only kind of exists for, like, one scene at the very end, which we'll get yeah. there. 
And then we cut to Dana getting hassled by her frat douche of an agent. And he's like, yo, you got to wear the nice shorts so your ass pops out for when the Subaru guys come you over gotta, and check out. You got to lift some weights and make your muscles pop. <laughs> and then Lara, is, for some reason, is like, this This weirded me out because she's in the locker room. Like, I realized that, that they're at the country club and that, like, she's getting off a tennis and everything. But I figured, like, cooks would have their own locker room because they're not, like, they're staff. Yeah. They're not, like, that, that just weirded me out that she would be in the gym locker room. She's just change. suddenly there, and she's, like, one locker down from Dana. <laughs> and, like, she's wearing a muscle shirt, so she's not naked, but, like, you can see you can see her nipples and everything. So, like, Dana's like wears a fucking bra on this goddamn show. Like, but, yeah. I get that bras are obnoxious, but, like, Jesus Christ. But, yeah, the fact that, that she's wearing, like, that you can see, like, her nipples and her outline and everything. Dana's like, I can't look. It's too provocative. Like <laughs> She's just, like, I, very, she's very Dana. And, like, Dana's fun, and I like Dana. Yeah, and they do, like, a little awkward flirting. And, Not pilot Dana, like, every other episode Dana. Like, Dana's, like, awkwardly flirting, and, like, Lara's responding, but she, you don't know if she's actually flirting back or if she's just, like, yeah. being friendly. She's just being, like, nice because you're a member of this country club slash... And... Dana does not give a shit also about being seen with any gay people. <laughs> yeah. After all of the shit that she raised hell about in the pilot, like... Right, yeah, because she's so obsessed with having a beard and everything, yeah. but then she's just, like, always with a bunch of gays. She like, literally what? says in the pilot to Shane, like, I wouldn't be seen on the street with you, and she does not seem to give a shit the fact that, like, Shane walks up in a scene that's coming up and, like, sits down at her table. <laughs> they must have really course-corrected after the she pilot. Because it always really takes a few did. months between the pilot and the second episode, and they must have been like, now nah, we'll just rewrite this character because it's kind of horrible in the like first she's, episode. I mean, like, she continues to still be vaguely closeted, but she's not, like, aggressive about it. Yeah, it's more like, it's more that she doesn't know how to how to come out than it yeah. is that she's, like, embarrassed about being gay. Yeah. Like, it's not that. And then uh, we cut to Alice, who's sitting alone on the planet waiting for a date with Gabby. And she's fucking, Gabby's super late. And Gabby is, like, that, like, if someone is like this, they're like, all right, if someone is this passive-aggressive to you, where they're like, oh, do you have to do everything your friends tell you to do? Mer, I guess so. Like, fucking that person is not worth your time. But the real reason Gabby's the worst is the reason why she was late is she was working on her screenplay and she lost track of time. Oh the most, like, bullshit Hollywood horrible it's person. It's like some like, fuck Jenny 2.0. Yeah, right. That, that's, I, that's what I said. Like, oh, shit, she's just in a, Like, what I, what I wrote here is I was working on a screenplay. I lost, I lost track of time. This lady is already worse than Jenny. Like, those are the words that I wrote on my notes. Like, 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 literally, that's Jenny Schechter. And she, then she's, stup she's super controlling, mm -hmm. like, on top of that. Like, you're not, like, this is your first date since you were a dick to her and, like, broke up with her and whatever the, however the fuck that ended, and you're, like, already being kind of a dick to her, like, you need to at least give that three dates before the dick comes back out. But then Alice has to leave yeah. because it's time. Time. And Alice is like, call me back to, get, like, Jesus Christ, Alice. She, she leaves with the rest of the girls when they show up because it's time to go on the secret gay discovery mission. It's time for the scene. There's a sweet-ass fucking gay spy montage. Everybody sits down. They have flip phones. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> fuck Tina walks Tina, Tina walks by Dana and whispers loudly, pretend you don't know us. <laughs> And then she goes to sit down. The most obvious, oh. like, if the Laura Bergens had looked up at that moment, she'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's like, who are right these now. weird ladies screaming at Dana? Like, <laughs> and they're all, like, sitting in opposite corners of the room, and they're like, like she's different tables, and, like, Shane strolls, Shane of all of them, strolls up and sits oh. next to fucking Dana. Right, yeah, because you wanted, like, the, the most dykey one to sit there, like, of okay. Of course. Like, and they're like, oh, shirt nails, oh, oh, she's wearing, like, kitchen shoes. And then, like, bet Tina just 
quote-unquote, like, hardcore yeah. make out at the table. And Laura's, like, not paying attention because she's working. Because she's, she's a cooking food! She is a chef! So she's trying to do her goddamn job. Everybody's like, well, maybe it's not that. Maybe she's... A... And then they go... They... The, all the girls, except for Dana, reconvene in the bathroom. Yeah, as you do. And then they're talking about, like, a, well, she's got nine in the gay column, and but seven in the straight column. But Alice is like, oh, but there's, like, a 5% margin of error, you know? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What are you grading? Like, Jesus. Sexuality is not a mathematical equation, Alice. Like, what are you talking you about? You carry the two and add, like... You round up, and maybe she's possibly by. Factor in the second X chromosome, and oh shit! <laughs> I figured it out. You guys, I've got the, I have the mathematical equation for determining the amount of gay or straightness that someone might be. And then Bet goes. She published that, that fucking article. Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why isn't that in your magazine? And then Bet goes, "You guys know what we have to do, right?" And everybody turns to Shane, and it's like, "Well, obviously they're gonna fucking send Shane to figure out if she's gay or not." So you're gonna go send Shane in to hit on her. And Shane just starts getting like super flirty about figs. Like, like figs is the sexiest thing. <laughs> Perkins is like, "Sorry, we don't have any of those. Bye." Because Laura Perkins, goddamn it, is a professional. She's she doesn't flirt while she's at work. Goddamn. Fucking do her job, like. Not everyone suddenly gets hot and bothered at work. Like, seriously, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone's, someone, I don't know who, it says uh, maybe she's a different kind of lesbian. Like, and then, oh, yeah, Alice is like the straight kind. <laughs> yeah, fucking Alice. What a bitch. Like, holy shit, that's so mean. Like, <laughs> like you guys settled. Like, <sighs> and then we, of course, we find out at this point that Shane Stalker is still stalking. She's still still following her around and doing the like I'm watching you finger eyes yeah. thing. Yeah. Watch the bushes peeking out every once in a while. Oh shit, I'm still here, get you guys. I'm still relevant. Please pay attention. And yet to me. she's still a worse stalker than Alice. Still, we still don't know what Shane does. We still fucking <laughs> Shane just hangs out and fucks women like that is her job. Yeah. And then we we cut to the planet now after the secret gay discovery mission has sadly ended in failure. Yes. And they see Tim and start making fun of him for not knowing that Jenny's cheating on him with Marina. Like, like, oh my God. Like, why are you so just nonchalant about like, ah, oh, they're, they're cheating on him. And like, he totally doesn't know. Wah, wah. Like, that. but this, this is the best part though, because bet is the one who's like, you guys, this isn't fucking cool. Like there's, there's no, there's nothing wrong with monogamy. It's a thing that can happen. It's totally fine. People don't have to fucking cheat all the time. It's funny because Bet is going to cheat on Tina super hard later. The hard fucking core. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> Marina and Tim chat up a little bit and like they're almost flirting, but like Marina's like flirting through Jenny. Like she's asking about Jenny like, like, ooh, how is she doing? She is very lucky. I see what she sees in you, Tim. I want to fuck you through her. Like just, holy fuck, calm down, Marina. <laughs> Marina, you need to settle the fuck down. Like, Marina, she's, like, I mean, we've talked about this. She's such a predator, and it's creepy. Yeah. And if I was any, like, any of these other people, I would just be so creeped out by her that I would be like, we need to eat somewhere else. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Tim invites her for some reason to, to his dinner party. He's like, he... hi, you want to come to dinner? We're having a party, and Bet and Tina are going to be there. I'm sure Jenny would love to see you. Oh, God. This can only end well. This can only end marvelously for everyone involved. Okay, this this is the part 
that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Cut to, cut to, tennis montage. Cut to, Tina and Bat and Marina arriving at Tim's house. Cut to, Dana and Arisha talking about how much Subaru loved that tennis montage. Cut to, Jenny coming back home. I swear to God, these fucking cuts, they need to stop. This isn't cool. They like had to. They needed to just go, Dana slow motion, like, training or whatever in front of Subaru directly into Dana and the agent in the locker room. Because, like, like, once that's done until, like, the end or whatever, that's it. Because the entire rest of the episode is, like, Jenny and Marina in, like, randomly Kit and everything else. Right. <laughs> Fucking Kit is in this episode. I, she's not, like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. She's barely in this episode. Yeah. Just no, I know. out of nowhere. But, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, like, whoever fucking edits these episodes, I don't get. I don't understand scene placement. I don't understand, like, the five-second cuts between, like, the random establishing shots and everything else. It just, like, nothing flows. None of this flows. And that, like, sequence of cuts that I just listed is, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, the fastest, like, what is, what, please, please stop. I I can't get my bearings because there's so much. Like, there's nothing about any of the Dana scene, like, either of the Dana scenes that are interspersed between, like, Bet and Tina Marina show up and then Jenny gets home and knocks on her own door. Like, Jenny, you live there. She does. Oh, my God. Just open your door. I didn't even write that down. I didn't even register it, but she does totally do that. (laughs) Like, None of anything that's happening in the Dana scenes even remotely has anything at all to do even thematically with what's happening in, like, the Bet and Tina Marina and Jenny stuff. That there's any kind of flow between, like, those basically two scenes that just kind of get chopped into four scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jenny spots Marina as soon as she she walks in. She says hi to everybody, and she sees Marina last. Of course. And she's like, she like freaks the fuck out. It cuts immediately to Tim and Jenny. This is a cut that makes sense for once. Yeah. It cuts to Tim and Jenny in the red room, and Jenny's like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell me she was coming? Uh, I, got, I don't have any clean clothes She's like, what the wear. fuck's wrong? So she whips her bra off and throws on the thinnest white T-shirt she possibly yeah. owns. I have written down here, naked shot of Jenny, a.k.a. a pile of bones. <laughs> cut cut like, to the next. This is non-appropriate dinner party attire. Do you not own literally anything else you could wear under that white t-shirt or over that white t-shirt? Right, she doesn't even wear a bra. It's so she like She takes her bra off specifically to put on the white shirt. Yeah, and it's like a, a, a too loose, like, trashy, like the kind of shirt that you'd wear like as a like as a like morning gown just because it's like too big for it's you. It's the everything. I really need to do some serious spring cleaning in the bathroom shirt. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna get there's gonna be poop particles in this shirt by the time I'm done. Like it's that kind of shirt. And then like when Tim asks her why she's so weird about Marina, Jenny's like, oh, she's just so pretentious and I don't like her. She's like too. She thinks she's so much better than everybody. But Tim should have been like, wow. But Tim does actually like say something rational there. He's like. Well, just be adults and don't, don't let your weird rivalry or whatever. Like, Tim is being rational here because he doesn't know what the hell is going on. But, like, the things that he says make sense. Tim is but completely then, rational until suddenly he is very not in a he, episode. He, he ends his rational speech, though, with just kiss and make up or whatever you women do. Which, uh, and it's like, oh, shit, bad choice of words, Tim. That's not the – you shouldn't have used that word. Tim, that's, Tim, no, no. And then we cut to, plan, to, the, to the planet where there's a karaoke night going and on. And Kit is there and – She's like, where are Ben and Tina or whatever? Like, Kit, you're just emceeing a karaoke night. Like, settle down. I have it written down here. It's 32 minutes and 39 seconds before we see Kit. I like those numbers. <laughs> like, why is Kit in this? I, just... I, 
Because I guess we have to have everybody that's on the main cast show up once. Like, I don't know. Like, that's... It's just, uh, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I haven't compared this necessarily and meticulously to shows that are very serialized and not episodic. Because this is a very serialized show, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, like... There's no like there's no reason for Kit to be in this episode. She's just like, "Hi, I'm Kit, and also I have problems with my sister, Bet, suddenly that have always existed for years and years and years, and even though nothing else in this episode has anything to do with my big scene, I'm going to have this big scene." Like it it does not make sense to me. And everything they do with her is so poorly thought out, like this is Pam Greer you're talking about. This is Jackie Brown. Yeah. What are you doing giving her the, this thankless role where she does nothing interesting? And she, like, she just, like, wandered in for two scenes an episode as the straight one. Yeah, like, I don't know I don't know what the backstage politics of this show were like or anything, but, man, it's, I feel bad for Pam Greer every time I see her on this oh show. Oh, my God. So uh, Gabby's there at the, at the karaoke Anna bar. And Alice is trying to do the thing where she's, like, lets, like, wants Gabby to know that she's there, but she doesn't want to, like be like look desperate and just go like talk to her <laughs> yeah but then again we cut right back to the dinner party where we are reminded because i had forgotten that tim proposed to jenny last episode and she said yes oh right <laughs> she's got the big rock on her finger now that rock on her finger like she's jenny's been like fucking badly in this episode besides yeah, her Mar- terrible writing marina's like super salty about it she's like ugh, i will i will steal your girlfriend tim <laughs> I will take her from you, Tim. You will not get the Jenny. The Jenny is mine. Everyone's like, oh, like the random stray couple who I noticed because, okay, they had dinner with Tim and Jenny in the last episode, like at a restaurant. And three out of like three of the lesbians who strolled through the restaurant and like said straight couple who I don't, Randy and some chick. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, Ooh, she's sexy. I'd hook up with her if I was gay. Like, they were there in the restaurant, and now they're in front of you, and no one makes any mention of that, even after, like, they all leave. They're like, man, that chick, I remember her from the restaurant, or, like, something, anything that says, like, this show remembers what happens from episode to episode. Don't go looking for continuity or consistency in this show. (laughs) At least from the pilot to everything else. Like, whatever happens in the pilot might as well be immaterial. Well, I mean, that that's even that, because, like, Dana, like, yeah. from the pilot to now is, like, so, like, nobody cares. Like, the pilot, like, it, it establishes two plot lines. That's it. That's all that matters from the pilot. It's established like, really just that Ben and Tina want a baby, and they got sperm from a dude, and then Jenny cheated it on Tim with Marina. Like, that is what happened in the pilot, and that's all that you needed to take away from an hour and a half of bullshit. I really regret having rewatched that now, <laughs> especially now. Like, uh, and then we so now after that that little bit of Marina being creepy, we we skip right back to the karaoke bar where. Oh yes, uh, where kid. This is where kid is like, are Bet and Tina here? Like, no, they're at a dinner party that apparently they made plans for well in advance of whatever the fuck is going on in the planet. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, they, they don't establish in any way whatsoever that this is, like, something that they said they would be there for, so I don't know why Kit is so mad. Yeah, like, where was the scene where, like, Kit tells Bet, hey, I've got a thing, can you be at the planet tonight? And Bet being like, I'll try, or something. Anything. Yeah, like... Like, for all of this show, like, really wants to have these, these like, random 15-second establishing shots, where the fuck was this establishing shot? 
you can't have drama if there's nothing setting it up. It's, it's just weird. Like it's like okay, she's just like this. I guess her character is that she's always angry at Bet and Tina. Like that's <laughs> all I know right now. Like, what is going on with this shit? But then we cut again. Uh, Jenny's in the, the 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 kitchen now, like cleaning up some dishes, and Marina's creeping on her. Because that's what Marina does. Is she fucking creeps on people? And she's like, "Are you are you happy?" And Jenny's like, while crying, is like, "Don't ask me that, because it's like deep, like emotional trauma." And then like, Bet walks in. <laughs> yeah, which is like early on. I remember now because I had forgotten, but I remember thinking Bet was pretty awesome at the start of the show, because like because of these scenes where she's like calling Marina out on her bullshit. For like, dude, stop fucking trying to steal her away. That's not fucking like, cool. Let her. Bet, like, I mean, Bet was a like a dick in the pilot episode. She's like fucking Dana. Like, she was an ass in the pilot episode, and then in this episode, like, she's understandable because it's at least seems to be vaguely consistent. Like, what the fuck are you cheating on her? Like, you can't do that. Blah blah blah. blah. Like, monogamy is a thing. Some people practice yeah. it, and like, she's super judgy, but she seems to be in the right in this scenario. And she's, like, calling Marina out on it, and, like, Marina leaves, and, like, Bet and Jenny have a little moment, because Bet's like, dude, this isn't, like, not fucked, like, I understand this is fucked up, and you'll get, you'll get there when you get there, but, like, dude, this is weird, like, don't, don't do it like this. Yeah. Like, like a moment. At least, like, alright, you know what, like, people have that awakening, they have that end of gay awakening. Like, don't fucking wreck someone's life because of your awakening. And, like, that is kind of what Jenny is doing here. She accepted the proposal, like, Tim has no idea, and Jenny is going through this awakening. Like, don't fuck with someone's life. And I can, like, appreciate that scene from uh, the perspective you said last week of uh, uh, Bet being Eileen Chaken as she is now and Jenny being Eileen Chaken as she was. Yeah. Like, Bet helping out Jenny is cool because it's, like, her talking to herself, like, telling her not to repeat like, her mistakes. Don't do this. This is a bad idea. Yeah. Like, that's that's a cool concept. It's almost always shittily executed, but, like, it's okay now. It's it's a good idea in this episode. It really doesn't carry on in the future episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so then Marina goes to the bathroom, and, like, you hear the door open, and you think, oh, it's going to be Jenny, but it's fucking Bet. Bet, Bet is, is fucking like, mad. You need to fucking knock this off. And, like, good on you, Bet, in this one is. Because and then it, Marina is is a gross person. And then it cuts to the the whole crew at the at Tim Tim and uh, Jenny's house sitting in a, like a couch circle because people on TV shows have like a million couches. Did you notice that? Like they have like fifty couches yeah. that everybody can sit and on. And they're all situated like in a perfect square so that everyone yeah. can sit as a group. That's, TV's weird sometimes. <laughs> there's there's like internal logic you just have to forget about because yeah. like. There are usually more than ten people in a scene, and they all have to be sitting or standing. And we're also, it. like, cutting into, like, the middle I, a game or something, and they're like, I, what would you do in your last 24... Like, this morbid bullshit, what would you do in your last 24 hours alive or something? Jenny says, I would spend the whole thing writing until I felt I could leave something behind that, was, that I was proud of. And I said, you'll die sad with that <laughs> ambition, Jenny, because it's never going to happen. Based on the writing we see later on in the season, you will die sad and miserable. <laughs> And then Bet immediately realizes, like, after Marina says her thing, which is like, I'll read a, a million awesome books. And Marina, whatever. just and fucking Marina is all over this goddamn scene. Yeah. And Bet, Bet is like, dude, Tina, we need to leave. This shit is going to get bad. This is like Bet being smart for once. And she's like, dude, yeah. bail. We've got to bail the fuck out. Yeah, like, she, like I, I, like, I would be uncomfortable. Like, I would be Bet in this scenario where, like, very obviously this person you kind of call a friend is... It, ruining, like, a relationship. ruining a relationship of the people who live next door to you. <laughs> and like so ben, presumably Bet has known Tim for a little while. Yeah, and Bet and Tina go home. 
So, so they're like, and Tina's like, dude, what what happened? And Dad explains to her the whole thing. They agree that it's fucked up and everything. Well, no, and then, Kit- no, because Tina doesn't. Tina's like, why are you being so judgmental about this? Like Tina, they right? Like Marina's yeah. fucking predator all over this relationship yeah. and ruining this relationship. Like, why aren't you being judgmental about it? Right. Oh, exactly. But then, like, as they're talking about this, Kit just pops out of the frame because she's been in the living room this whole time, I, just hiding. I wrote down in my notes, suddenly Kit is there. Like, and look, cause, no, because they're talking, and then they're talking, and they mentioned the artificial insemination that, that they did earlier. And then she's like, I'm going to be an aunt? And she just pops her head. Like, what the fuck? Where were you? Why, why are you there? <laughs> like, why? how did Kit get in? Like, if Jenny has to knock on her own fucking door to get into her own fucking house, and, like, if Bet and Kit are so, like, at odds as they yeah. seem to be in this scene, how the fuck does Kit get into their house? Because you be, would assume she does not have a key. To, to be fair, there was a scene in the pilot where we saw Shane just show up and go in. So maybe they just don't <laughs> just, lock their doors. They just never lock their doors. Yeah, maybe that's just that kind of neighborhood. Like, everybody, just come in when you want, whatever, steal if you want. We're fucking rich, we don't care. <laughs> And then Kit, Kit is there because she needs to make amends with her sister because yes. she's Kit's recovering Kit's in a 12-step alcoholic. program. She's a recovering alcoholic. And, like, apparently part of their backstory, for whatever reason that it's just in this episode for a scene, is that she has to try to make amends with that. And it's boring drama stuff, and I just didn't write anything down. It's just, just, just like, Kit, whatever, whatever. She reads their list, and then Dana, uh, Bet looks sad, and it's like, okay, whatever. And then it cuts to Dana in the locker room. And, like, Laura Perkins is there, yep. and she's, so, like, this is a continuation of whatever happened, like, ten minutes prior, where, like, Dana found out that Subaru wanted to, Yeah, like, dur- during the avalanche right? of, during, during the avalanche of cuts, that, that moment happened, and now we're, <laughs> and, and you know. Dana's just still there in the locker room, and Laura Perkins walks in, and they start flirting, 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 as they do, and, well, see, because Dana comes out of the shower, cause she, and then she sees Lara, who's about to leave work. Yeah. And uh, Lara's like, how, how did it go? And Dana's like, dude, I fucking got the gig. It's awesome. And then Lara's like, oh, awesome. awesome. And she leaves. And then she immediately fucking, like, two seconds after, comes back in and just starts fucking making She's out. She's like, BT dubs, I'm gay. <laughs> and then she asks, they, she, she, they make out. She leaves. She pops her head back in. She says, just in case you were still wondering. And then she walks back out. It's like, okay, Lara's okay. I like Lara. Yeah, like, she's a fun character in the show full of dire, unfun characters. And then it cuts. I, I'm, I please, ed, editor for this show, I... Like, if we ever find someone else from who worked on the show to talk to, it has to be the editor. Yes. Like, we have to find out who the editor is. <laughs> like, <because> why? <laughs> he has committed crimes against humanity. Because now, <laughs> now we, we cut back to the karaoke night, oh. and Alice is trying to flirt Alice with... Alice uh, and Ga- Gabby, whatever. Like, that's just what I wrote. Seeing Alice and Gabby snore. Yeah, and they make out, because of course they do, because that was always how, how that was going to end, I guess. Yeah. Alice and does not she, give a shit about any of her friends' recommendations. She's going to climb that tree. Shane is at another part of the party just macking on a rando because that's what she does. That's what Shane like, does. Like, a rando just sidles up to their, her and she's like, hey, are you alone? And Shane's like, yeah. As if you don't know what to expect, stalker girl shows up, grabs a guitar, starts punk rocking her obsession. <laughs> like punk rocking her anger at Shane for the world to see and shines a fucking spotlight on her. It's so disappointing, though, because, like, she grabs the guitar and she does, like, the bling, and it's like, oh, man, awesome. She's going to fucking, like, sing her rage or something, and she just drops the guitar. Like, oh, dude. Like, what the fuck? Any of this? What is any of this? 
I was so ready. And anyway, she does this big dumb speech about how Shane sleeps with everybody, and the rando that Shane was macking on just leaves. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is some drama that I don't. Like, need. okay, bye, and like that's it. Like that's the end of whatever the fuck was happening there. And then uh, the, it cuts back to Tina and Bet, and Bet's all sad about Kit and stuff. Yes, I wrote Tina, Bet, and Tina, whatever, because that. But then yeah. Tina says Tina does say at some point that she appreciates Bet because of her convictions, which she will break eventually. <laughs> which. Oh, wah, wah. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Bet has no convictions. I have no qualms about telling you guys that, like, this season ends with Bet cheating on Tina. This is how, this is where we this are headed, what you guys. we're building up to. <laughs> like, there's no going past this. We need to talk about it if we're going to keep going. Yeah. I've not seen seasons three and onward, so when we get there, we can start like, being a little bit this less this episode really. has been surprisingly light on the cheater meter. Yeah, this, there's no cheater meter this episode, but there's build-up for eventual avalanche of cheater meters. We're laying the building bro- blocks for the mother of all cheater meters. Yes. So we cut again to Marina, who's saying bye to everybody in French? Speaking like, for no reason? French. She's like, that's the, that's the closed captioning, speaks French. Literally all she says is, is it was nice to, nice to meet you all and goodbye. And it's like, why would you say that in French? The, 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 all these people don't speak French. What are you doing? Marina is the worst. Like, there's no, like, are you trying to impress them? Like, what, like, nobody does that. I don't say, like, bonjour, je m'envoie. Like, no, fuck that. Like, I don't start talking to you in French like, when I leave. Like, her and Jenny deserve each other. That is how pretentious they both are. Some, some, yeah, they, they deserve each other. They're both fucking garbage. And Marina che- uh, kisses everybody on the cheek because that's what French people do. That's always a thing. And that's not... all the straight people are fucking in love with Marina, of course. And they all, like, do, the, like, the double cheek kiss, which all the French people do. And then she gets to Jenny, and she's like, she kisses her extra close to the lips. And then she's like, ooh. And then she walks out. And it's like, man, dude, what are you doing? Like, it's not subtle at all. Yes. And, like, and that's it. Well, so, so, someone, uh, they're, 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 like, everybody who's left at the party are talking about how great she is. And someone, someone says, don't you have just a little bit of a crush on her, Jenny? Jenny says no. And it fades to black. And, and that's the episode. Fades to music. <laughs> yeah. The end. We still don't know what Shane does! <laughs> You're so mad we still it's been two episodes we don't know what shane does what is happening who is shane what does she do shane is there to fuck women and that's kind of about it like uh, have they even said her last name yet like that's like have nothing. they we don't said know anyone's last name yet uh we've heard bet porter uh, we've heard bet porter tina Kennard, marina ferrer uh, Jenny, Jenny, obviously. Schechter. Have we heard Jenny's life? Jenny Schechter? Uh, might not have. I think Alice we've heard. Alice, ca- to... Alice called herself Alice Peters yeah. at the beginning of the episode, but that's not her last name. What is her last name? It's Alice Piusecki. Oh, shit. Well, maybe that's maybe she's using that as like her... And I think we've heard Dana, because I'm pretty sure they were like, oh my god, is that Dana Fairbanks in the in the yeah. pilot episode Tim, or some shit? Tim is the one, Tim is the one who, does, who does that. Yeah, and I I think that's like... Shane is just Shane. Yeah, like, not even the, the creepy stalker lady as she's going on a tirade says Shane McCutcheon. She never says that, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, she's just like, fuck Shane, bruh. And, like, she's uh. not, she's like, okay, Shane doesn't have a hookup for the night, but I'm sure she's just going to go to a different club and find another one after that tirade. And, uh, like, uh, like, everyone's terrible. And I mean, like, not in the weird pilot, like, the way they were in the pilot, everyone was kind of an asshole in the pilot, and in this episode, they're, they're not? They're They're just, they just don't make sense. But no one, like, Alice is the only, and Dana, kind of, are the only ones who kind of vaguely do work. Yeah. Like, in, in this episode, they're not only are the ones who work, they're the only ones who, like, have personalities. Like, (laughs) Bet, Bet and Tina, like, Bet's angry, Tina's, like, 
shy, like not shy, but like uh, Tina's just like, kind of boring. Yeah, she's like kind and boring and like kind milk and toast. Milk toast is the word I was looking for. Kind and boring is Tina's personality. Yeah. <laughs> now that she's not being weirdly passive aggressive about either a black sperm donor or Bet making a joke. <laughs> right for real. <laughs> God, I forgot she got really mad at that joke. She That's got so funny. mad about that. Got mad about them making fun about the French guy. I remember that. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, I'm. Uh, I really hope they fix the editing. Oh Jesus, please! Like, I'm not looking forward to watching future episodes of the season. I'm not looking forward to getting to, this, to the second season where we we have to do a breakdown of the opening for the first time. <laughs> opening is so. Good. You know we that, that has to happen, right? We have to oh, do the no, breakdown. Oh no, that's gonna yeah. We we will get there, and thankfully we will only have to do it once. <laughs> yeah. So end of the episode. Cheater meter still at one. Somehow, we escaped yeah. with only one sex scene in this episode, and it was Bet and Tina. And it wasn't really a sex... It was the weirdest shit ever. It wasn't a sex scene. It was, it was a the, big, like, making out, kind of naked end of scene. And then you put a, a syringe in her... Yes. Like, okay, that's that's how you do sex, I guess. You squirted some semen and called it good. <laughs> I, I know that's how it happens when I do it, but no... <laughs> That's how it works all the time. Clearly. <laughs> is that not is that not, not how normal people do it? Like, I was pretty sure I was doing it okay, but if I'm doing it wrong, someone has to tell me. <laughs> yes, after the like thirty sex scenes between Tim and Jenny in like the pilot, there's none of that in this episode because I guess they, they filled their quota for the first half of the season. We, or something. we filled our quota of straight sex. We're good to go. Oh, God. I, I don't even remember if there is more straight sex. I'm pretty sure Jenny still does the thing where she, like, tries to fuck Tim and apologize. Oh, I'm sure she does. Like, she she does not quite get over her crisis of sexuality until, like, the end of the season. Spoiler alert. So that that was an episode. Boy, we did talk longer than the actual episode last Yeah. Uh, edit it down, it'll probably be around 50 minutes, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah. Less long than last one, so that's good. Uh, but, yep, that was our episode. Uh, you can uh, look up our Tumblr. We do have a Tumblr and Twitter, etc. now. I, I, I make a breakdown post for the episodes that you can uh, look at while you listen. Yep. So that when we talk about something weird, I'll usually screenshot it and put it up there. <laughs> when when characters get introduced, etc. Yeah. You'll have to get a screenshot of, of Tammy Lynn Michaels. Yeah, yeah, the punk rocker uh, <laughs> stalker. Quasi punk rocker stalker. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but you can I'll find us. You can find us on Tumblr at uh, thehellword.tumblr.com, on Twitter at at thehellword. Um, you can email us at. Oh God, what is our email address? I said all no, this that's, up. That's all on you. Yeah, that's <laughs> I got nothing here. Hellwordpodcast at gmail.com, and then you can find us your illustrious co-host, which, of which there will be a third one. Yes, we have lucky. A, we have a, a Jane come lately coming in next week. <laughs> She's not, she is not having to deal with these first two episodes. She's lucky. Uh, yes, we have a, a third co-host joining us in the next episode. Um, and But you can find us specifically on Tumblr and Twitter at half a bag of Fritos for me. And Zagitz for me. Yes. Z-A-G-G-I-T-Z. Yes. Um, and you can feel free to yell at us about how much 
you like Alice, apparently, because everyone fucking loves Alice, and we just think she's a weird, creepy stalker. Yeah, like, well, there's still, like, six seasons, right? There's still uh, 68 episodes left, so we'll get there, I guess. Uh, we'll find, we'll find, we'll find <laughs> the goodness in Alice at some point, eventually, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because I don't think it's there in this first season. Yeah. As it is, we have not mined that mine deep enough to... <laughs> right now, it's really just kind of Dana and Shane. And Shane, just because we don't know anything about her. Literally, we know nothing about Shane. Like, I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> I don't know what her job is right <laughs> we now. Don't, we know literally nothing about Shane as of the second episode, except that she has a lot of sex with a lot of women. That's a good note to end this podcast right. on, I think. We'll catch you guys next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>